right, and we are ready with the, I, w- I will call it the third episode of the Saxo Market Call since we started the new format, and we already did a macro and FX podcast with Sharo on Monday, and yesterday we did a fixed income with me and Ole, and today I am going to talk about equities, and I'm mm-hmm. going to talk about equities with my great colleague, Oscar Bernhardsen, which is uh, our Nordic investment strategist, and uh, this is actually the first time you are on our yes. global show. Welcome. Yes, thank you, thank yeah. you. Yeah, as you can hear, normally I'm I'm most used to speaking Danish because I'm, I'm mostly visible and and yeah in the Nordics. Yep. So normally I talk to our Danish client base, a uh, bit of Norwegian client base as well. But now we try it out in English. Yes. So very exciting. So bear with me yeah. if I forget. A small word in English, or, or so, or, or otherwise you have to help me. But uh, but I'm re- I'm ready for for Wall Street now for Hollywood. It's amazing. <laughs> it's perfect. Yes, I, yes. I have been uh, I've been corrected by John Hardy for almost ten uh, years of my life. So um, yeah, don't worry. Fair it, enough. Everything will will go so uh, so great. We're going to talk about three things. Mm? Uh, we're going to talk about the EV, the electric vehicle revolution. Um, we're going to talk about Adobe earnings, which is up next week, and we're going to talk about the ARM. Holdings IPO, but if we start, Oscar, with the the electric vehicle revolution, yes. call it what you want. On Monday, there was uh, this article in the FT, and the day after, actually, Wall Street Journal followed up, and they both talked about you know the need for recycling because mm. it makes know, sense. Yeah, it, it does make sense because yeah. we don't have infinite amount of uh, mining resources in nickel and copper. So at one point, to when the old batteries dies off, you need to get the metals back, and then we can. Make new batteries. You know how many iPhones do you have at home lying in, in a, you know, somewhere? I have a, a lot of iPhones. They're not getting recycled at all. Yeah, and I guess with an electric car, you don't just throw your Tesla into your your garden. But 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 still, <laughs> maybe it's a bit easier to set up the structure for that. But of course, you know, you make a lot of batteries. Uh, you have them in pretty much all devices and now cars. And you know, at some point, you don't have the metals anymore, and it's getting more and more expensive. So. Exactly, but how do you do it? That that maybe you can answer yeah, that. But, but that yeah, but exactly, and that's the that's the key thing. It's it's a very it is a quite complicated to do it, and I did my best. I wrote a little p a little note which you can find on home.saxo um, under insights. There are two companies. The first one is a very mature company, Umico. It's a Belgium company. Okay, they they do metals trading and everything, but they have a recycling business, which is a fairly large part of their business, and they have said that. 75% of all their capex in the future is going to recycling and recycling of batteries. Mm. And they foresee this is going to be a huge market. It's actually the core the core part of their strategy towards 2030. So if you are if you want to bet on it, Umico is, is one option. The other one, and I think you, Oscar, for, yeah. people, for people out there that don't know you, you like small cap stocks, and you and I often talk about... When, when they go up, yes. Yes, when uh, they go but, up. But it has been tough. It has small been tough. cap for a long, long, long time, right? But, uh, yeah, but, 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 but you have a lot of interesting stories out there. Exactly, and we talk about it space. often. Yeah. And there is a company, a small one, a US-based, uh, Lee, L-I, Lee Cycle. And that's... A lithium. Pu- yeah, Lithium yeah. Cycle. Um, and that's a pure play on, on lithium recycling, where Umico, you get other things in the business as well. This is really uh, an interesting company. So uh, those two, consider those. And then outside recycling, and I know you also um, are thinking about this, you know, so, so one thing is the recycling, but with more and more electric vehicles, you also need <coughs> charging. Yes. And I think the charging yes. I think the charging industry is interesting because if you put down a charging station in Copenhagen close to where do you live, mm. you don't build a charging station just next to it. So there is a certain amount of charging stations. So if you get the good spots, 
I guess yeah, you have yeah. a very good network and you can get better right, prices maybe. Right. But also I, I don't remember the name, but you do have some European players in, in this, you know, pure place on charging stations that has been spin off by, you know, some of the larger utility companies. But they're not doing very well. I don't know if it's the small cap uh, market that's wrong or maybe it's yeah, it's the cost of setting up these charging stations, but it seems like it's not really a booming business yet. No. You know, for making a lot of money on these charges, even though you can say you have a business case, you get more and more cars that needs them. I I see them all over. I live here in Copenhagen in, in Österbo, very nice place. Yeah. But I see them all over the place digging up, uh, you know, the roads and putting these charging stations in. It takes a, a long time to do it. A lot of workers, a lot of uh, copper to set them up. They are full every time. But I don't know if you can find a company which which have actually cracked you know, the, the business case in making this a really good you know money making uh, logic or whatever. Maybe it's only Tesla. I don't know. You I, hear more and more about you know producers going over to Tesla charges, and yeah, maybe yeah. they're going to own that space. That that is what we're going to find out in the future. I, I I would say that the table I did of all the publicly listed EV charging companies, all of them are, are losing money. There are only mm. two companies mm. uh, making slight amount of money on okay. their fast growing revenue and those are Kempower which is uh, publicly listed in Helsinki so that's a Finnish uh, company but they operate in, in several European countries and then you have Saptech which is a Norwegian uh, EV yeah. charging company which is also right now uh, expanding heavily into uh, into Europe so those two are the only ones I could find that actually are slightly profitable okay. on this yeah, but it's it's a, it's a big market to look at, but it's hard to find the winners. And and also to, just to go back on this recycling part, that I think you need the the comp- companies that actually produce the goods, like Apple, Tesla. You need them to play pay play uh, play ball or whatever you say, uh, because I know Apple have a recycling program, so you can hand in your yeah. old MacBook or your iPhone. But I just bought a new a new uh, MacBook Air, nice product, the 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 large one. Uh, and I had a, an old MacBook Pro. Um, maybe it was five or six years old. They they didn't want to pay for that. So it's also finding the economic logic in this. Yeah. Because why should I ship my old Mac computer to Apple for free so they can recycle it when I can get maybe a thousand kroners online? To that's also recycling, yeah, selling right. it on. But but I think it's it's a big market. But it's it's probably not mature yet to to say who uh, who will will find the money making business in no. in this yet. The years will tell will yeah. tell that. But I think we should go on to the next one because I think this is the key story, at least for me, and especially looking forward <clears throat> one week ahead. And that's the Adobe earnings. So they will report the Q3 earnings, which ended in August, and and right now on my watch, it's the 6th of September. So they are mm. really early on. It only takes them less than two weeks to produce their quarterly result. That's a really, really amazing. And they they are reporting on Thursday uh, next week after the U.S. market close, and analysts are expecting 10% revenue growth, mm. um, a significant expansion in operating income from 1.7 billion a year ago to 2.4. That's a pretty nice uh, increase there. They. They have cut cost, uh, like most other technology companies. Um, but I think the key story here, Oscar, is that you and I, we, we have done a, a Danish webinar where we talked about AI, and AI has really been the big focus and theme, and NVIDIA lately with their second blowout results. But those, but NVIDIA is selling the shovels, and, yeah. and Adobe is sort of taking those shovels and finding gold, hopefully. Yeah. And, and, and I'm really, really curious to see whether they can finally showcase, yes, this is, it is actually making a difference, and our growth rate is going up. Yeah, and I, I just had a look at their Q2 numbers. 
was. And and when I look at the business, it's still, I think it's 50 or 60% are within this space called cloud creativity or whatever, you know. It's, you know, Photoshop, yeah. right? That yes. That's still the, the one of business. the main, main business. And have you ever tried Photoshop? Uh, very briefly, but that's Could you figure it out? It's very complicated. It's extremely complicated. And and I tried it uh, maybe 10 years ago, you know, you want to, to look a bit better or whatever, have some other glasses on, you know, you need so many hours of training to figure it out. I think the whole next leg of business is how can they take Photoshop and make it a system that everybody can use? That's that's the next thing. So if they can use AI, so you can just write, yeah. make me 10 uh, kilos thinner or uh, but, but make, that, make but me give me a bit more time. But that is one then, of the features they have impl- recently implemented, yeah, yeah. I think. But then then I, I spoke to a photographer that was out here taking a few pictures of me for, <laughs> for an article, <laughs> and he told me about this where he said uh, he, he took a, a picture of, a, of another guy with glasses on, and there's this small uh, glitch, you know, a flare with, uh, with light, yeah. and he wrote, uh, remove the glitch from the glasses, and then it just removed the whole person. Yeah. So it's still, you know, it's... It's uh, It's coming. It's coming. It's it's not there yet, but I think if you, if you look at the client base they have today, which are only professionals using Photoshop, you know, photographers, creative designers, whatever, if they can open up their products to the whole world uh, for a small subscription of ten dollars each, then 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 it's a new business case, a new company. That that's the exciting part. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward because yeah. um, I, I recently mentioned that Microsoft is saying that this whole sales of AI-related tools in the Microsoft productivity suite is going slower than what you would expect. And let's see with uh, Adobe. But, Oscar, <coughs> question. Mm. Do you know Figma? So one thing yes, is... Yes, 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 yes. Have you ever tried it? Yes. Is it good? Uh, I think it's... Uh, I'm not very good at IT. Okay, but explain, okay, but explain, so explain to the listeners for, what is Figma. It's, for, for me, the way I used it, it's more for like UX design. So let's say you want... And, and co-collaboration. So if, if you want to make a web page... Yeah. You want to design it before you spend a lot of hours programming it. Then you can like easily have like a, it's like a whiteboard where you then take all of the different parts and you can comment and navigate around and build stuff easier than going out programming it. So it's it's like for making creative digital prototypes kind of. Yeah. And then we could be 10, 15 people commenting and all that stuff. So it's it's more like a, a co you can say collaborative uh, software, but again, it's it's in the creative space. It's creative, yeah. Doing web pages, stuff like that. But, user but journeys. That, but that company has been, and it as perceived by Adobe to be a huge threat because uh, it's easy to use. It's like you say, mm. it, it was quite innovative in that uh, in that part of the content creation industry, um, and Adobe um, have made this bid to acquire Figma. But and right now there is a two week uh, review from the antitrust regulators in the UK and other antitrust regulators are looking at, at this deal and uh, hopefully according to Adobe they want to close this deal by December and personally I think they paid a lot of money for this uh, Figma but why, uh, why shouldn't it close? Because of competition? Or? Yeah okay. they're afraid that they will it will cl- because Adobe is almost almost running a monopoly in uh, in software in the yeah. content industry so that's yeah. that's an open question and that's something that investors are going to, uh, to focus on but um Look out for Adobe. It's Thursday next week mm. after the U.S. market close, so it will the reaction will be on the in the Friday's uh, trading session. But Oscar, we have three minutes, a little bit more than three oh, minutes. Yes, yes. We need to talk about the ARM IPO yeah. because um, it's really an anticipated one. It's the there have been a, almost it has been a, a desert walk this year. No uh, IPOs to talk about, right? Because oh. of the bad markets uh, from 2022 that destroyed the IPO pipeline. But now ARM Holdings. Um, is coming to the to the public markets, and you said to me, 
if it hadn't been for Nvidia, this this company would never have been no, listed. I don't never. think so. And if Nvidia uh, had reported disappointing earnings, what was it, a week ago, two weeks ago, I think it would would not have happened. Yeah. Because what was the initial pricing was 60, 70, 60 million, to 70 billion. billion dollars. Yeah. And now they are what? 50. Yeah, we're getting uh, yeah, we're going down to 50 to 54. Yeah, so imagine Nvidia was was down 20%. Yeah. Then it was it probably priced at at 40. And uh-huh. you know, should SoftBank they bought it at 30? 32. 32, yeah. So they are lucky. They're lucky. Yeah. But I don't know they they're trying to sell it as an AI story and and you know everybody is AI if they make a small chip but again it's CPUs it's not GPUs or DPUs or something else that's very needed for the whole AI transition so I don't really think you can call it AI you can call it a, a you know a very very uh, key player within uh, CPUs and and chip designs but directly calling them AI yeah. I I wouldn't do that no Uh, I think that the the key case is that if they get these strategic investors on on the boat with Nvidia and Apple buying a small stake, maybe others as well, that that could make the case look more solid. But if if these key uh, strategic investors are not on board in the valuation, I guess they are since they took yeah, it down yeah, to are. to to a better level. But you didn't sound that excited. Peter. No, I just I I think the. Um i think the valuation is is quite uh, quite stretched. Uh, as far as I can calculate it, you're paying 77 times the operating income, and Nvidia is trading at 30 times forward forward earnings. And at least yeah. with Nvidia, you're getting uh, a lot of growth. Arm mm-hmm. Holdings revenue growth was actually down. They had negative revenue growth, one or two percent compared yeah. to a year ago. And um, yeah, um, it's a necessity. You you we, you cannot escape arm holdings because they they control a lot of the important patterns on how you make the architecture and the design of computer chips. So if you if you're Nvidia, you need arm to not uh, violating patents. Um, but I think it's quite striking. I can't remember whether the Wall Street Journal they said okay, if you take the 32 billion dollars that SoftBank paid for arm in in back in 2016, you would have made more money. Just placing them in the S&P uh, S&P 500, yeah. so it has it's not been a really good investment. And um, and in the meantime, all Arm's most important customers, Apple, Nvidia, etc., they have done tremendously well. So yeah. I don't really I don't really see the case. I don't. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not super uh, excited about this IPO. To you be want honest. to make up for the WeWork story, he wants to get that away. Yeah, maybe SoftBank. He wants something else to focus on. Maybe, maybe. But, um, Yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be be uh, be fun to see, but I th- I think it's a bit stretched to call it uh, AI technology. To be honest, that's yeah. just my opinion. It smells a little a little bit like, as you said, SoftBank. AI washing. Yeah, AI washing. Yeah, SoftBank needs to get rid of this. Okay, it's priced on. It's going to be priced on Wednesday, and then it will start trading on Thursday if everything goes according to plan. So, um, with that said. Um, It was a pleasure to have you on yes, the uh, the yes, Saxon Yes, Microsoft. absolutely. So um, hopefully we'll repeat it. And um, yeah, so um, I think we'll end it here. So what's <clears throat> the uh, electric vehicle uh, ecosystem, EV chargers and recycling stocks? Adobe earnings on Thursday next week and then pricing of armed IPO on Wednesday and then trading on Thursday. Watch out for those things in the week to come. Uh, and yeah, we will... We will Bye bye. Bye bye. We'll be <laughs> next week. Yes. Thank you very much.